New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hello and welcome to another edition of WFAN Daily. In case you missed it, you should check out our bonus episode last night that we released uh, with uh, Pat Leonard. You could download that as well on this feed. Don't forget to rate and subscribe as well. We appreciate it. This kind of tags that bonus episode as we had Pat Leonard talking about the latest that he reported on with Brian Dable and what goes on in the Giants organization behind the scenes, how um, you know, it's been pretty messy with Brian Dable getting on, you know, some coaches and the way that he deals with stuff on game day. I mean, just to give you some of the cliff notes, not from the exact interview that I have with Pat, and you can check that out. Like I said, you could also read Pat's column on the Daily News website or in the in the actual Daily News paper. They they still do print those. Um, and, and there's been some back and forth about this last week. I think it was Paul Schwartz of the Post had the article that said the battle between, you know, explain the battle between Dable and Wink. Then uh, Hacksaw Dan Duggan wrote about it in The Athletic, and now Pat writing about it for the Daily News. But this is a little bit of a different story with Pat, where it's not just Dable versus Wink Martindale. It's about how Dable handles himself during game day and, you know, chastising his coaches, being very difficult on game day. Quote, you're going to lose this game just like you lost us the Jets game. Dable said into the headset, uh, this is according to numerous sources in the building, talking to, uh, you know, Wink Martindale and the defensive staff. Um, uh, another source in the building is Leonard told me uh, and then and wrote about it as well, that a giant staffer recently told an NFL assistant that was calling about one of their vacancies not to come here. I mean, that's pretty bad stuff. And quote, you're living on edge every you're living on the edge every week. Uh, a source said of Dable, it makes it tough to do your job. Now, I'm not there, obviously. I'm not in the building. And I can only take all the reporting for what it is and then try to sift through what I believe, what's coming from one side, what's coming from the other side, and also put myself in that spot. Okay, do I believe that Dable can be a hard ass on game day? Absolutely. And I got to be honest with you, that's one of the things I like about him. What I would say is, if you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. And if that means Kafka, if that means Wink, if that means the Wilkins brothers, the special teams coach, whoever it may be. Now, I don't want Dable being disrespectful to people in the organization or belittling people, whether it be coaches or anybody else. I don't believe that's what's going on here. As the head coach, can you ride other coaches? What, you don't think Dable was given the business by Nick Saban or Bill Belichick, I, I guarantee that that was part of his upbringing in coaching, which is where he gets it from. Now, the world's gone soft, and you have to evolve. And Dable's going to learn with this mess because make no mistake about it, this is a mess. And as Pat told me on the bonus ed- edition of this pod, that this stuff was happening last year too. The difference was they were winning. And winning masks all. So it was okay. This year, when things go sideways and they start losing, now everybody's getting pissed off. And that's how tempers flare up and everybody going at it and things get ugly. And now the way that the season ended with firing some of the coaches, Martindale doing his thing, 
you know, all the nonsense that's come out now afterward and these details being leaked, I guarantee you Dable's not going to be happy about this. He's going to be pissed off, as a matter of fact, even more pissed off. But there's where there's smoke, there's fire. And I'd be willing to bet that Dable, at some point, maybe multiple points, but at some point, got on the coaches and maybe some coaches being sensitive here. And this is where this is coming from. Do I think he's a good coach? I 1000% believe in Brian Dable as a head coach. However, he's got to have to, he's going to have to go out there and prove himself. He had one great year, exceeding all expectations, getting to the postseason, winning a postseason game on the road. Those are things that are certainly this giants organization in the last however many years, that's hard to do. I mean, it's hard to do in general, but especially for the organization that has been down for a while now down since they were all the way up, really. I mean, I know Matt has made the postseason, but you get the idea. And then this year, it kind of fell apart, although even though it fell apart, he still was able, Dable was, was able to handle adversity throughout the course of the year, get his team back on track, and have them playing hard. Plus, I watched the games, and I, you know, everybody's going to pick on certain moves here or there, but I do believe Dable is the biggest reason why this under-talented Giants team was able to keep themselves competitive and actually win some games down the stretch. I mean, think about it. They beat the Packers Monday Night Football with Tommy DeVito. Cowboys got smoked at home as a seven-point favorite against those same Packers with Dak Prescott. So it is the game planning and, and you know all his knowledge and all that stuff, and I'd prefer to see Dable take over the play calling next year. If this staff, which he hired, and that to me is the biggest issue here, Dable brought all these guys in, and then after two years, it's starting to come apart at the seams, which to me doesn't make sense. Guys can't take working on edge, uh, you know, uh, being on edge or around them. I could understand that that maybe is not a healthy environment, but the guy knows how to coach. And I don't know if this is going to soften him up a little bit, but he's got to be true to himself. If he is a hard ass and has that temper, and you know you do. You've seen him on the sideline. You've seen him yell at Daniel Jones. You've seen him yell at other players on the sideline. Like, that's what he is, and I like that about him. You want a nice guy, go hire Robert Sala. How's that working out for the Jets? You know, sometimes you don't care about nice. You want to win. Now, again, being nice to the staff and nice on non-game days, that's different than yelling at people on the headset in-game. And it would be an awkward thing, and, and Pat talked about it, you know, with Joe Shane listening in, and I guess that's not totally abnormal. A few general managers have done the same thing. You know, I feel awkward. And, and this is somebody that, you know, talks openly to the public and all my bosses can hear every word I say every day for four hours. But if I knew that they were listening, like, you know what I mean? I know that they're listening, but you don't really think about them listening. Because if you did, maybe you'd feel a little apprehensive to say certain things. So that's got to be a weird dynamic, knowing that the general manager is listening in on those conversations. And you would think that they'd be worse when he's not. Anyway, you know, I'm talking about listening in on the headset during during game day with the coaches communicating. I'm sure that there's a lot of truth in what's out there. I'm also very confident in saying that I don't believe Dable is some monster and no one wants to work with him and this is a horrible job and nobody wants to be on the staff because they might get yelled at. It's football, okay? It's football. You're a football coach. You, you make a mistake, you're going to get yelled at. That's how it is, especially if you got a guy like Brian Dable who's going to command the most out of you. You know what? You either can take it and you get better from it, or you can't and you move on. He's going to find out the weak from the strong. Now, ultimately, it's going to be on Brian Dable to win. That's what he has to do. 
if he doesn't win, he's going to be on the outside looking in. We don't know how patient exactly the Giants organization is, is going to be. Is it going to be year three? Is it going to be year four? I mean, hard to truly evaluate a head coach and general manager combination in just three years, isn't it? You can think you have the right assessment, but do you really have the right assessment in just three years? So I would assume, especially with these two guys, with Shane and Dable, that Giants ownership is going to be more lenient, more patient here, as I believe they should be. The one caveat to that would be, oh, by the way, Bill Belichick is available. Pete Carroll is available. Jim Harbaugh is available. Mike Vrabel is available. Like you're talking about great head coaches. Not that I would hire every one of those to replace Dable, but one or two might make a lot of sense if you have the opportunity. I think anybody should look or at least inquire to see what it would look like had a change, you know, taken place. It would be reckless almost not to. Oh, yeah, just stick with Dable. Why? Because you believe that he might be the next great thing? Yeah, he also might not. He might be a total flop. We don't know. It's been two years. One good, one bad. Anyway, I do believe in Brian Dable. I believe he's a good football coach. I believe he's a good guy. I believe he's a smart football coach. I just believe he's fiery and passionate. And remember, his ass is on the line. Not Kafka, not Wink Martindale. This is Brian Dable's team. So if you, as the head coach of the team, feel that there are leaks in the building, feel that people are talking negatively about you behind your back, you need to nip that in the bud. And I think that's exactly what Brian Dable did by moving on from the Wilkins brothers. I think that's what he did by kind of forcing the hand of Wink Martindale. And the other thing that you want to see is maybe Dable, who made his money as a coach calling the plays, take over play calling. I know that's a lot on you know the plate of the head coach, but ultimately, if you have an offensive head coach, and a lot of guys are now, I personally would want them calling the plays. That's part of the appeal. And we'll see what happens with Kafka. If he moves on, remember last year was like, oh, how, did, how are the Giants ever going to replace him? Now this year, it's like, oh, yeah, big deal. He wants to move on for a lateral move. You let him do it. And I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We still don't know as we record this on, what the hell day is it? On Monday night, as you're listening to this on at some point on Tuesday or beyond. You know, Kafka for now is with the Giants, but changes on the staff aren't necessarily a bad thing. This whole chaotic mess, that is a bad look for Brian Dable and for the Giants. And it's starting to snowball in the wrong direction. I don't think he's going to get fired, nor do I think he should. But he is going to have to win. Because if he doesn't win next year, all this stuff is going to come back up yet again. And then maybe the Giants decide that they've had enough. And then they would make a change. But for now, it seems like a little bit of sour grapes. It seems like a little bit of sensitivity going around in that building. And it seems like they're magnifying or highlighting the negative aspects in what was a, in large part, negative season going 6-11. and 11. But at the end of it all, I still believe Brian Dable is a good head coach. And I would even take it as far as to say, I think that these are good signs of a good head coach. The staff can't be that sensitive. Guy's going to yell at you, do your job. If you're, if you're doing it right, not to be yelled at for. And if you think that Dable's the problem and it's not you, then you're also not in the right spot. Because if you can't take accountability, that's not a great quality I would be looking for either if I were the head coach. Bottom line, I'm with Daves. I love Dable and that attitude. As long as he's not yelling at me. 
All right, that does it for another edition of WFAN Daily. We'll see you again tomorrow. Make sure you download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.